there goes that rooster again. All right, welcome to Chicken Space. This is episode 12. You can hear those chickens in their new housing enjoying, enjoying the space and laying the eggs. Today, uh, basically just gonna be talking about calm again. About that space that has nothing and everything in it. Recently did a session with somebody that was uh, having triggers, from childhood triggers show up in a relationship, partnership relationship. Gonna share a little bit about that. But really, it's just, as always, an invitation uh, for you, if you want, to have the experience of living out of the space of infinite awareness. So thanks for uh, joining all of us chickens and people here on Chicken Space. Thanks a bunch. I know it's a hard road that I'm going. Hey there, Luna. Good boy, Bergen. You guys want to go for a little walk? <clears throat> oh, you just want to play, don't you? So, episode 12, welcome to Chicken Space. Happy to be with you on this, one of the hottest days of the summer. Just thinking back to when we uh, got this land last winter. There was snow on it. We were walking through a cherry orchard. It was so beautiful, no leaves on those cherry trees. Just kind of that gray winter light. Got some pictures. Now it's all dry up here. We've got a couple of sprinklers going. And we got our chickens here. You can kind of hear them. They're laying lots of eggs for us. Again, the move, for those that survived it, like I was talking about last week, went pretty well. We didn't get too many stressed eggs or anything. I'm getting used to feeding them up here. Since it's so hot, I'm gonna turn the sprinkler on for them. There we go. And when that sprinkler goes down on this uh, tarp roof, provides a lot of cooling and uh, it can be outside in the the rain if they want to. We brought our turkeys up a few days ago. These are heritage turkeys, so they're like a lot leaner and sleeker than those uh, regular white turkeys that <clears throat> uh, get raised up for, uh, for Thanksgiving usually. That's what I had last year. These guys are kind of like little race birds or something, like little greyhounds. There's one that's almost all white with some black spots and these brown ones light brown really pretty and they're called a uh, burgundy and then you black ones you guys are called black spanish so very nice birds i'm hoping you guys get all well, i guess i shouldn't say that in front of you should i plump up a little bit before thanksgiving all right so good to be with you today and kind of in the daily routine of life here collecting food feeding chickens, collecting eggs, packing eggs, bringing eggs to the store, going down to the lake in the afternoon to go swimming. That sure helps cool us off. And we're moving all our stuff out from the old place. We have so many uh, like wood chips and compost piles down there and we put them in the back of a trailer, drive them up here the uh, seven tenths of a mile away from where we were and been dumping out all that great stuff. So we'll get that watered and Next year, hopefully, we'll have compost for uh, sale to the people who are doing gardening here in the Chelan Valley. All right, out on this walk. And uh, it's been busy days. And I think about like how easy it is in talking with other people. Um, just had a session with someone this morning. Um, how easy it is to forget calm and the power of 
living out of the awareness that we're source. Um, things can happen, they trigger our childhood or trigger something. And then we're in that stress state of survival, of reactivity, of uh, there's something that's got to be fixed here in order for me to be okay. And uh, that's just tough on the body. And I've been busy here with these chickens and also last time I was telling you about I made that investment and now I'm like trying to study it and figure out what I did. Um, and it has to do with like how how finance is changing in the world, how how funds are going to be uh, uh, transferred. And like that's not like my normal space to spend spend time and energy in. And it's like, oh, what does it mean to stay calm in this study? What does it mean to stay uh, aware that everything is source to come from that place uh, in this arena? <clears throat> My friend who helped me with it, he says, oh, that's gonna be a tough one for you. He says, I look forward to watching you now. Truth is, I look forward to watching myself figure this out and try to just not even figure it out. That's the point, to just be in the space, to surrender. As David Hawkins, uh, who wrote so much about source awareness and being and all, and all that stuff said you know what you, you could be you could be enlightened right now no matter no matter who you are no matter what's happened in your life you could be enlightened right now if you would just surrender everything and he used the word God there but he could have said source or all whatever you want that's such a dualistic reactive word isn't it that word God huh. causes uh, for so many of us causes us a reaction but anyway you could be enlightened. You could be aware that you are everything, that you are source, that you are uh, um, completely one with this creation. If, if you would just surrender everything to God. And while that might, may sound like a, uh, a complicated thing, uh, notice that surrender, instead of being this active thing you do is simply the absence of a reactivity to anything in particular. And in the absence of that reactivity, in, in the awareness of the space that has both nothing and everything in it, we sense our oneness. And the longer I do this, the more it makes sense to me and the more I say to others, invite others, you know what, if you want, you could just live from this place. There will be exceptions. And when those exceptions come along, you ice them, you reconsolidate them. You swing like a pendulum back and forth between the thing that's grabbed your attention and the everything and the nothing in which we can completely rest because we are that. So if you look at a point and say out loud and slow your brain down to the speed of speech, I see the top of that ponderosa pine over there, which is what we normally do, right? We're normally looking at and reacting to the things, the somethings in our life, whatever they are. The tasks of the day, the concerns of the future, the worries from the past, this dog pulling really hard on a leash. Luna, you should learn to like pull a little bit less. There you go, good girl. All those things, right? And then you can say, ah, 
and I see the space. You can say it out loud. Between myself, I see the space between myself and the top of that ponderosa pine over there. And as soon as you see that space, you're doing something very basic, but very profound. And also very unusual. You're shifting your attention. Bergen, you stay here. Come here. Bergen, come. See, now I'm paying attention to this something because I don't want him to walk across that fence. Bergen, no. Come on. Good boy, come on. Nope, come here. Let's switch the leash so I can have one dog off the leash anytime. No, stay. Bergen, come. Nope. Uh-oh, there he goes. Bergen, come. This way. So he won't go too far because I have Luna on the leash. But he's definitely walking over that way. And he's not listening to me now because he knows he's free. There he goes, off into source. So we'll let him come back on his own in a little bit. But I have learned it's good to have one of you on a leash, huh, Luna? We'll go back and wait for him now. So as I was saying, like there was that something that just grabbed my attention right then. And there's a different feeling when that happens. And we lose the awareness of source, of the space. And you could just start with the space that has nothing in it. You don't have to philosophize about it. You don't have to put God words on it. All that will arise in due course. If that's supposed to arise or however you want to say it, I don't even know. But at least for me, it's like, wow. In the absence of reacting to all the things, oh, you see the space and it's the space that connects everything. Try it. Oh, we have this little windmill on our property. It's not like the windmill you're thinking of. It's the kind that blows air when it's almost freezing to keep the cherry flowers from freezing in the spring. So that's still there. And I see the top of the blade on the top of the windmill. And I see the space between myself and the top of that windmill. And that's the same space as between two cars and a traffic jam in Taipei. That's the same space between an airplane and the ground. That's the same space between two molecules of carbon. We are that space, and then we arise in our particularity out of that space. And then we get so grabbed by it. When I get the calls and get to work with people, it's always that we've been grabbed by this particular experience of our life. And all of a sudden we find ourselves in reactivity instead of non-reactivity, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Almost all of us spend almost all of our time in that awareness. And that can't not be part of creation too. I mean, that's gotta be part of the whole thing. In fact, it's like, that's the special thing, right? Wow, I get to have my particular experience right in this moment. I'm the only one that's making a podcast, walking a dog right here on this land up above Lake Chelan, tucked back in this valley right now, 
wow, somewhat overwhelmed by the beauty of it all. Somewhat overwhelmed that, wow, I get to have this experience. And I get to have this experience and not forget. I get to have this experience and remember, like put myself back into again, to remember, to remind, to make my mind again aware that not only am I a part of everything, I am the everything. In the old writings about the angels, there used to be these writings that said the angels were jealous of humans because they couldn't have the particular experiences of the emotions and the things of this world. You know, like if an angel was going to get like their very best wish, it was going to be to become us. So they could have these experiences. And so we have these experiences and then like the only issue is if we're not like, uh, we're not like settled or satisfied with them. We're experiencing them as upsets that we're, we're captured by. Where do you start? You say, I see the space between that cherry tree over there and myself. Come back to the awareness of the space, of the nothing, the everything. And then start swinging like a pendulum. The call this morning was a relationship call. Someone realized that ah, they were doing the same thing in their relationship this time with this person that they had done in previous times. And this time they got, you know, it's not about the other person. It's about the way I'm doing it. And this was a person who'd done a lot of work with the ICE method. And all there was for me in those brief 20 minutes of conversation was to remind her, ah, you know, go back to the space. You see it? She said, yeah, I see it. Feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, that feels good, all right. The intensity of the reactivity of the experience in that relationship triggered something from childhood with her parents, with her father, the way she used to be treated. And she lost her awareness of source. And all I did was remind her. She got the awareness back. And then the next piece of it, the magic of it, is to reconsolidate, to, to put back together again new, to remind ourselves, hey, there's Bergen, he came back quick, good dog. To make our mind new, replace the old upset with this awareness of source so that it won't get triggered again in the same way when that situation recurs. And to do that, it's okay, you're feeling good now, right? She says, yes, okay. Now don't try to stay calm now. Just take yourself back into what the issue is in your relationship. And she does that. And she feels a reactivity in her throat and in her stomach. And the emotion is fear. And she thinks back to experiences with the father. And she thinks back to what triggered this time, a week ago, in the relationship with her partner now. All of that activates when you enter into it and just let yourself be in the experience of it. It activates like when it happened. It activates the stored 
um, chemistry, neurochemistry in the synapses and the wiring of our neural networks in our brain and in our body. Oh, good, do that. Okay, back to the calm space, back to the space that has nothing in it. I see that dandelion flower. It's not a flower anymore, it's the seeds. Hey, Bergen, welcome back. I see Bergen, and I see the space between me and Bergen. Ha! Back to calm. Feels good, doesn't it? Yes, she says that feels good. All right, now take yourself back into the upset where your throat hurts and your stomach hurts and the emotion is fear and the memories of your father and the memories of the trigger with your partner come up. How do you feel? Oh, it feels calm now. Just a little bit in my throat still. She has to get back to work. And 20 minutes are up. Well, just swing like a pendulum. Back and forth. Back and forth between this state that's calm where you see the empty space. And back and forth to the thing that's not calm. The thing that happened a week ago, or whenever it happened, happened in your childhood, happening right now. It's tricky to remember this. It's like the pendulum gets stuck in reactivity when we're in reactivity. We think there's something we have to do right now out of anger, fear, or sadness to protect ourselves. If we could just like do enough of this seeing the space that it becomes something we turn to in our times of need. And then when we get to that place of calm, you know, then it's like, oh, I just want to stay calm. And if we would swing back into the pain, the upset, if we would swing back and forth, our life will transform. Our life will transform such that more and more of the experience of our life has this awareness of source in it. That's a nice thing. At least for me, it's a nice thing. These last numbers of years of, um, for some reason, becoming aware of this, captivated by it. I think about it every day. I've written three books about it now. Is that right? Well, workbook two, that makes four. Plan to write more. It so captivated me. I so love to share it. It's so, um, it just seems like here we are at the core of our existence, which, which is one with everything that exists with infinity. You know, to help this woman who's having a relationship problem in the present, in stored upsets of father issues from her childhood, to help her restore the awareness of infinity to that experience, wow, that's pretty cool stuff. All right, well, I guess that's a piece of what I wanted to share. Let's see what else is there. Told you it was the hottest day of the year. Maybe, at least so far, they're expecting it 102 today. Last summer we got up to 105 and 108. It'd be okay with me if we didn't do that. We got a little smoke. 
and uh, last year we had so much smoke gosh I could you couldn't see hardly any distance without noticing smoke so this is a very light smoke but um, up in Alaska and over in Siberia they're having huge fire issues and it's smoke that's coming apparently here in Washington State all the way from Siberia so that's a lot of smoke <clears throat> apparently hundreds of towns over there just blanketed in smoke and that's definitely what we had last year for a month or however long it was remember sitting down um, just a little bit up from where the chickens were and being unable to see the hill that was a few hundred yards away it was super super hazy so it was very very indistinct so we've had a very nice summer a very gentle summer so far we can handle a few days of heat all right well i think that's what i have to share today like that's the thing there's so many other things you can have shared and have fun with those but here it's chickens and space chicken space infinity source who you are who i am who we all are and like grabbing onto or letting that grab us that awareness and then starting to live from that yep i asked for these chickens when i got them it was like i've been sitting around contemplating this space for like a year year and a half going through all these things that were causing me reactivity like what if we lose our house? What if this whole business thing doesn't work? You know, what if we end up homeless, Ann and me? What if we can't help our kids, our grown kids? All those kinds of things. Hey, Berrigan, come on. And then after that, like, what now? What do you do when that's pretty much calm? What do you do when you've iced like death? And Paul said in the scriptures, when death holds no more sting. Like it's, yeah, it's just part of life and it's all infinity and death is not the end of the story. Like that's reactivity. That's duality. We come from infinity. We live infinity. We get to forget it while we're here. And then um, when we die, how can infinity be taken away? <laughs> Maybe we just return to the awareness of it. The reactivity ends. And that's when, like, uh, what do you do now once you get that awareness? And I ended up with some chickens. And then that very interesting for me question, how do you do the duality of experience? Like, you don't feed those chickens, they don't live. You don't water those chickens, they don't live. You don't collect those eggs, you don't pack those eggs, you don't make any money to take care of those chickens and take care of yourself. That kind of duality. Like, how do you live in that? Out of the awareness of infinity. So that is the journey of chicken space for me. And I'm super happy to be able to share it with you. Okay, that's gonna do it for chicken space this week. Been a nice walk with the dogs. Glad you could join us. I'll be back again uh, next week. Looking forward to spending more time with you. Thanks a bunch, all the best. Okay, thank you for uh, tuning in here on Chicken Space, episode 12. Appreciate you being with us and uh, me and all these chickens, turkeys, a couple geese. And I look forward to being with you again next week. 
As always, if you want more information, if you want more information about the healing work I do, about Calm, about Source, about the book I published, The River of Life, and other books before that, head on over to icemethod.com. Ice, I-C-E, icemethod.com. If you want to learn more about these chickens, head over to manyspokes.com. You can learn about the Many Spokes Farm, the Happy Hands, and the eggs we sell right here in the Lake Chelan Valley. Alrighty, chicken space, glad you were here. Look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks a bunch. Bye-bye. I know it's a hard road that I'm